1: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: You're rolling with Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. Rolling right on into 2023. Man, does it feel good to be back. Hopefully you're all back and uh, with as few problems as possible. I know a lot of people had their Christmases spoiled by bursted pipes and ceilings caved in. Hopefully, uh, you know, you're coming around to some solutions now for those of you that are going through that. Last night in the NFL, you know, you come in here and you got a show planned out. Certainly going to be talking sports because we've got so much to get caught up on, John. And the DeMar Hamlin situation happens last night in that Bills-Bengals game. goes down. Gets up, goes back down. Uh, went into cardiac arrest. We know, uh, uh, you know, emergency personnel were able to get his heartbeat going again. But that was, I think, the scariest situation I've ever watched in a in a live sporting event, uh, all in you know unfolding before our eyes last night. We're certainly f- thinking of DeMar Hamlin and his family this morning, as he's still in a Cincinnati hospital, it's the University of Cincinnati Medical Hospital Medical Center. And uh, yeah, uh, last update was that he's. What, critical, John, um, sedated, and we're all hoping for the best. That was a scary situation. Game obviously postponed. Who knows what happens with that game, which was so highly anticipated. So many, you know, playoff ramifications coming from it. Uh, we'll see. But that was certainly one. Uh, last night, it, it even got to a point. My, my kid doesn't watch football. But because of the delay, because of the back and forth, he got drawn in. And, and last night, even even he's putting them in his, you know, night-night prayers. I, it, it John, if there's God up there. He certainly, he certainly heard the prayers. Felt like the entire country was playing, praying for Damar Hamlin last night.
3: First of all, great to see you guys. Good to see you too. First time in Real a long talk. time, right?
2: Because we didn't get together over the break like we usually do. No, so is, your hair's longer. COVID, you know, COVID protocols. Brad's hair is not longer. I'm I, just, he's got a hat on. So I, I'm think I, I
3: think, I think uh, I, well, you know, let, let's not take, let's not start the new year by taking shots. It wasn't you know, that's veiled. Yeah. Very slight.
2: Yeah. Uh, I have about, I have less hair than Brad to be honest with
3: you. Well, that's what I'm doing. I'm growing. <clears throat> I'm growing my hair out for the both of you guys. Okay. You know. Yeah. Uh, paying it, paying it forward, right? I appreciate that. The less fortunate. Uh, I think I. I'm pretty sure I caught COVID over the break. I'm not. Uh, I mean, I didn't oh, take a great. test. But I, way but to
2: tell me now, bro.
3: I'm good now. That was like <clears throat> you know two weeks ago.
2: Yeah. While you burp off well, all and kinds the, of nasty and, and saliva and, and phlegm. Now, and now
3: the isolation period's like t- uh, twelve hours. You know, it's like we're all just kind of like going going through it, right? I don't even know why we have this plexiglass. I feel, I feel like somebody cut it in half. I feel like it's 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 been reduced in size since we uh, since we last
2: left. All folks living with COVID for real.
3: Oh, got to man. It's the only way. Um, so yeah, man. There's just so much to uh, to get to on the show today. Um, let's let's see if I remember who's coming on and when. Want to give it a shot? Give it a shot. All right, here we go. Eleven twenty-five. Jessica Benson. Mm-hmm. It's Tuesday. Yes. Twelve twenty-five. Mike Wall.
2: Yes. He's, rescheduled for Monday. That's
3: right. Uh and then at one twenty five. Light the beam, dog.
2: I'm not happy with her.
3: Light the beam, dog. Oh, she took some big time shots. She took some and this was even before they lost, by the way. This was a this was like
2: a, a very unnecessary, I thought.
3: Yeah, it was a it was a preliminary shot.
2: And when they when she took is she is she aware that Brevin and Peter, you know, Emmy nominated?
3: No, I'm not sure. We're gonna have to ask her for clarification. Since she this. went
2: on the attack,
3: maybe she was talking about the pregame. But I mean, it's Rob Fisher. Rob Fisher is the is the goat, bro. You know. I mean, we're talking about the you know the 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 studio there, the the pregame stuff. Who who better than Rob
2: Fisher? So I'm not real oh. sure what is uh, you know. Get to the bottom of it. Felt uh, like an attack.
3: It did. It felt like an attack, and. Um, you know From there, the team that had to take the U there needs to be some like that being some atonement there needs to be some atonement atonement today here uh on 929 so fm to to. ESPN so that is the show today uh, you come in here real quick with uh, some injuries of your own do you want to explain that or is this like a or is this like a Chris Beard situation what's going on with your eye man don't
2: you shouldn't even brought Chris Beard's name into
3: this but what's going on with the eye bro there needs to be some explanation
2: also on 929 i feel like if i tell you the truth you're not even going to believe it. I mean, I can't. Yeah, you see, I, cra- I cracked myself open above my eye there Brad, during the break. And if I tell the truth, you're not going to believe it. I was hit by a door. Okay. Yeah, this is, yeah, the, 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 the Will Coleman Will defense. Yeah, exactly. And we Except know we- in this case, it really was. It was the car door of my Jeep. <laughs> Look into my eyes and tell me if I'm lying to you. On a Sunday morning, this is how I know there's a God. I got up and after almost three years of being off black and milds, I wanted one. Mm. So, I know. You were, I know it, you were going through it. So, I went to the gas station. Just watching the Bears all year. Got a black. Bears going to get the number one pick, maybe. Silver line in there. Went got a black. very. And I let, I'm, I, believe me, y'all. Shame. Shame of me. Get the black. Going back to the car door. Swing that thing open. Because now I'm feeling Free. But the smoke this black. Car door pounded me in the head. Wow! As soon as I got in there, wow! I'm looking in the rearview mirror. I said, "I think I think I've cut myself." Blood coming down of my. Eye. Wow! That's a very honest testimony. If, if if you think I know it's God, Brad, I know that's the, it's a sign. And if we think God don't give you that, it was a sign of my stupidity, of my stupidity of going back out there after nearly three years of being off. So. Yeah, man, that, that's that's why, John. I didn't know we were going to go here to start, but y'all know me. I'm going to be honest and open, and there it is. God wow. saying, you damn fool. Now yeah, we know you smoked A lot that of Time damn black. black. You better believe I smoked it for <laughs> now because I'm bleeding. I'm bleeding. Right. Right. Should I throw it in the trash? Right. At that point, you have you have even more reason to ah! do it. All right, so I got work to do going into 2023. Hey. I, 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 good Lord. I mean, look how you've laid me out here to start the show. Yeah, I go into it falling hey, short. we all and do, And with man. work to do, brother. We all do. Because I am human. Yeah,
3: I don't want you to feel bad about it. I but don't that, it was definitely a sign from God. I never hit myself with a door in my life. But it was more justification to light that thing up. You know what I mean? No, like, it was, it was well, why are you being a fool after my the, the work you
2: put in? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, but it's it's all it's right. Unbelievable. Hey, so I'll always be restart. reminded of it. Yeah, I, I can restart just looking at the scar. If, is it
3: going to be there forever? Saying I'm
2: not like Gary. I didn't go get stitches, so this thing, you know, I look like a boxer out here.
3: Yeah, you look like uh, Black Harry Potter, it, bro.
2: Did you know? It's my tribute to 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 Parrish. Moving on. It really, it, it it's that right? Because Parrish did the exact same thing, I think, uh, a few weeks ago. Hit his head above yeah. his eye or something. Like, I it's, never it's, saw him.
3: It's like a it's like a light move
2: on move. We got too much to get to. Are dude.
3: you are you part? Are you part You've of laid Grif- me out Gryffindor? Here. Over there, you got you got picked by the Sorting Hat over the break, didn't it, bro?
2: Is that some Harry Potter? Yeah. Cause that, that reference ain't gonna work over here, cause I ain't no little boy. <laughs> All
3: right, man. Well, look, here's the good news: we started the year off right. You showed up, unlike Shannon Sharp. So that is man, uh, we, that's we, another thing. He we, didn't come to work. We are doing better in 2023 than uh, Undisputed. I think that's gonna end up being another show that we outlast right just no, added that add that's, that's just shannon they got that, that was though. a they, du-
2: that was a dumb tweet by skip they we'll got they they've
3: got they've had some yeah, skip yeah. like cut him off or no skip went at him over uh tom brady skip went at him like a week and a half ago and said i didn't see that you're mad about tom brady because he was better than you and that's when Good grief. and that's when shannon sharp just went off on skip and it was ugly it was really nasty it just need some time for it was really nasty and, that, and maybe that's part of it so anyway yeah um the first and and foremost story of the day is is exactly what you mentioned it's what happened last night in Monday night football and you know it's just I I'll tell you my my first thought obviously was with him but then it went to his mom yeah you know and when you become a parent you just you 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 just see things in a, and think of things in a totally different perspective you know that's that's somebody's child out there who you know at the time you thought did, did he just drop dead on national television in the middle of a football game because that was we didn't know I mean the information was so scant we've never
2: like when I saw I wasn't thinking of life and death till the reaction of the players That's right, exactly right, right, right when right. I saw
3: Josh Allen's face Correct and and other, Stefan Diggs crying. mouthing the words oh my god mm. I, I you just knew this was something that was far more serious than just your your and we're accustomed to them because this is the game but just your average hit you know, just your average hard hit where somebody has to be. You know, you knew this was something more serious, and then of course the commercial breaks, and and then it becomes obvious that there's something really serious going on, and and you cannot ask these players to to play in this game. Um, the bills the bills players deserve to be there with Demar Hamlin if they choose to be mm-hmm. at the hospital, and and I think that, again the latest update is his vitals have returned to normal, and and he's he remains in critical condition, but it's is making it. Which is the obviously the best news, um, and yeah, man, it, it, you know there's no now you just hope the news continues to be positive, right? I mean, there's you, you know you're sort of you know charged with make this great uh, declaration of life and fragility and the violence of the game, but it it is a violent game. Not that I don't I don't know you know I'm not a doctor. I don't know what if anything the the game had to do with that. I know some doctors have said. Um, I can't remember what the diagnosis is, but there is a formal diagnosis, perhaps from their per- perspective. We don't know. We don't. We don't have yeah, all the, the, the facts like yet. Um, but uh, as of right now, he is uh, he is making it, and, and and you know, prayers obviously continue to be with them and that that he can he, he can make this, make it through, and and perhaps if he wants, mm-hmm. get back to playing football. You know, and that's his decision to make. Um, but uh, but I hope that he has a chance to make that. Um, and as far as the game goes. Look, I don't know uh, how they can reschedule it. I don't know where it would fit in. I just don't. I don't think there's logistically a way you can do it. I mean, you do the percentage points, wipe the game away. As far as I'm concerned, right?
2: You're gonna do whatever those players, you know, agree on. I think yeah. that's that's who matters most in this. Whatever yeah. whatever they think is the right course here, I think is the way to go. And in in your case, I don't I don't see why you couldn't just do it that way. Yeah, just do it by percentage points at this point. Everybody knows that there's something greater going on here. So the idea that you still want to get it in, uh, if you can get past it in a way and you're just including percentage points, I think that's the way you go. It's not more important at this point to get the number one seed. I just don't – I don't think – I don't see how you're – any way that team's focused on that at this point, either one of those teams, uh, no. more so than on on Hamlin's safety and, and health. And I'll say this. I'm glad that there is no Thursday
3: Night Football this week because I feel like we as as a – you know – as a people, need some space from the game for a little more than three days. There's no Thursday night football on Week 18. It just goes to uh, goes to Saturday. There's two games on Saturday, and then of course the regular slate on Sunday. But yeah, man, that was almost. I mean, I, you almost have tears just watching that happen last night, and uh, you know, just not a scene that you can remember seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, so if there's any if there's any po- updates, hopefully they're all positive. We'll certainly pass them along here on the show today all right this is the first uh this is the first show of 2023 so I, what we're we gonna do here real quick i want to do a little stock
2: report okay all
3: right yep you know about stocks a little something you got some uh what you got over a there a very
2: small portfolio
3: what's that what's that portfolio have in it man
2: i'm not what, what you land me what are you I trying just to get know to know what's in there i just i think that people need to
3: know what you're holding you know you got some meta in there no you got some amazon
2: no all right. Well, Jason's not going to tell you what he's holding. He's being very secretive. I got about I it. got stock in Lizzo, and it's on the way up. Uh, okay. Um, it continues to make me rich.
3: Let's uh let us focus, however, on the local teams, okay. and let's just uh, let's assess their stock. Let's start with Memphis football. Oh yeah, Memphis football. By the way, they beat the crap out of Utah State, my
2: man. 38-10, I saw it. You think I wasn't watching? However, after the game ended. Everybody left. Not everybody. Cameron Jackson left. Kaden Prescorn, who had <sharp inhale> previously
3: said, "Yeah, caught a touchdown," and previously said he was coming back, he left. And then Javon Ivory announced that he was he didn't play in the bowl game, and uh, he announced Those he are your two
2: receptions leaders, though.
3: Yeah. So you lost your two receptions leader, and as of right now, no real replacements on the way. What's the Memphis football stock looking like right now, big dog? Is it a buy or sell? <laughs> I don't want to say buy or sell. That's buy or sell. Yeah, that's somebody else's. Yeah. Good. But wh- 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 how would you assess it?
2: Listen, I-, I was on the uptick with Memphis football, going into this bowl game with the bowl win, feeling feeling as good as I can, John, about the idea you're going to have Ryan Silverfield back in a weekend American athletic conference. But also, look at what Tulane did. Mm-hmm. That matters here. See Tulane go win the Cotton Bowl, beat USC. That is what Memphis can still aspire to. And so from that standpoint, felt good about Memphis football because again, I know there's still realignment, hangover, and all that, but the new goal should be hey, go do what Tulane just did. Right in the in the college football playoff, it's gonna have twelve teams. Go go be them. You can do that. If Tulane can do it, you can do it. Then John, yeah, it you know it, it's a blow to lose Prescorn, who you developed mm-hmm. into the guy that he is. Give the kid all the credit, sure, but but you, you were a huge part of his development, him becoming what he was, the attractive prospect that he is right now in the transfer portal. So, clearly some blows losing him and Jackson in particular. You know, Ivory, too, in the sense that he was your, you know, he was a commodity in the se- second second on the team in receptions. You knew what you were getting in Javon Ivory. Now you got to go replace it all. So... I'd say about the same, to be honest with you. I think it all kind of washes out. Yeah, no, we know. I, I don't think a bowl game changes anything. Now you lose Seth Hennigan. Yeah, which, that's exactly right. All out on Seth. That would change yeah. how I, you know. That would change, I think, how I'm feeling about Memphis football. But hey, you got the bowl win. Brian Silverfield's won a couple of those. Hopefully, you keep Seth Hennigan in the fold. That's right. And uh, and you you go try to do what Tulane did next year.
3: Yeah. Uh, all right. How about? Uh, oh, this pains me. This pains me, man.
2: Tiger basketball. They really, they really gave well, us they the held off a note. They held off Tyler. They did hold off Tyler. Four. They were down 10 at one point. That was a very impressive come-from-behind victory for them. And real quick, respect, Berger, to Alex Lomax respect. and the Lawsons, who right there around the handshake line time went into the stands and hugged the family. Of Tyler Harris and Harris's mom, Frank. They were all there, obviously, in their USF green, because that, that obviously where they're at now. They're supporting their their son, but those guys, Lomax, the Lawson's, going into the stands to say, "We love you, your family. This was weird, but we love you, and we're still family." Respect Burger for that. Just a little, little part of that, Respect. and you know the the whole Tyler thing. And Penny not weighing in at first. I don't want to get too deep. But then on the coach's show last night saying Tyler wanted 30 minutes again, I don't know why you're doing that. You you said you weren't going to talk about it. Listen, the fans and the players showed you they love Tyler Harris. I, I would have been nice, as far as I'm concerned, to see Penny take that lead. That's a side note. Yep. To, that's a side note. You lose to Tulane. Yep. You drop now, John. I wouldn't look. They're 57 mm. in the net. Mm. I think it's 32-ish, 33-ish at Ken Palm. They're on the cusp. So They're it shows you too how how thin the margin for error still no is, question. even though you got maybe a you know a conference player of the year type in Kendrick Davis and DeAndre yep. Williams. Because as soon as one of them gets off the floor, John, you back to you could lose to anybody. Well, yeah. It feels like. I
3: mean, honestly, like.
2: So, I don't so, want to So it's gone down. It. it has gone down. It has gone down. And i would love dis- to
3: tell you different it had. I'm you the truth. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed and, that and it has gone especially down. Especially
2: defensively they've let up yes. the yes. last two games here. To me, you know, last and look, couple of games.
3: I we gotta see what happens around the country, but to me it feels like Memphis cannot afford another one of these. And if they do, they're going to be on the outside looking in for an at-large.
2: Because well, they better be on the road. Those are easier to tolerate than, than ones like that, you know, to those kind of – I know Tulane's picked fourth fourth. Got, you got to beat Tulane. I'm yeah. sorry. And and you can't lose any of those, especially at home. Yeah. But, yeah, I think at one time you and I thought at-large, of course, those be the yeah. second-best team in the American. Dude, South Florida had them down 10. They
3: did. They did. And, and could the, have lost both of those games. And the issue is is that the wins that you picked up just don't look good anymore. Auburn stinks, you know. Um, Texas A and M stinks. You just you just don't have you don't have one you can point to and hold on to and yep. say this is this proves that we're good enough to be you know an, an at large team. So I, yeah, I, I agree, and I'm disappointed. I hope they find a way. They're gonna but it feels like they're gonna have to you know beat Houston <laughs> once
2: and get to the AAC uh, championship game. I mean. Well, I'm hopeful that they can get back to their identity. It's funny. We're saying this about the Grizzlies during the break, too, where we got out of here, John. They had just eviscerated Milwaukee, but then they go on to lose four or five. Taylor Jenkins said, oh, we lost our identity. Yep. They've gotten back to it the last three games. Hopefully, the Tigers can do something similar. And finally, yes, the Memphis Grizzlies. Stock, how are we feeling? It's It's back up. Well, uh, at some point, we're we'll to talk about this story with Ja over TMZ. Because oh, yes. it's, it's not going to do anything but get bigger. It's a, it's a national story. Yes. We'll get to that. Ja playing well on the basketball court, obviously. So is the team now. Yeah, you were in a funk where everybody had identified you weren't yourself. You were getting hit in the mouth. Ja and everyone said it afterwards. After you boasted big that you didn't care about anybody in the West, that we weren't concerned, let's get the words correct. Um, and you, you got humbled. There's no question about it. I heard Harrington talk about this more and agree with him. And now you hear John Morant saying it's a work in progress. It was an inexpensive lesson is what it was. Dropping those four out of five, they've gotten back to it. The New Orleans win the most significant of the three to me because that's the one you'd split the season series. Defensively, you looked great in that game. Zion had nine turnovers. They were sitting on his left hand. You know, that's especially for the future. You want to stay ahead of New Orleans, right? And so of the three, Toronto... Uh, uh, New Orleans. Who's my third? Sacramento. Uh-huh. Thought the New Orleans win was the most significant. Stocks up on them, as far as I'm concerned, John. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you're only a half game out of first place on yeah. West. That's exactly right. I'd be you're, down on that. You're sort of where you were when we left. If I mean, you hadn't had the three, the winning streak here. Yep. Maybe we are feeling a little different, yeah. but they got back to being the Grizzlies. But game.
3: sometimes you need that. Sometimes you you kind of need that kick in the ass. Um, like I said, inexpensive lesson. Feels yeah, like. yeah, and 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 uh, we do. Uh, I close.
2: talk. Clay was talking. Oh, by the way, over top of Dylan. Let me let me but address You invited this.
3: that. Let me let me Yeah, because there was um there was like a thought in Memphis. Like I I just saw a sentiment in Memphis that you know what Clay said was weird or goofy. I thought what Clay said was completely fair. I had absolutely no issue with what Clay said after the game, which was that you know he has this photographic memory of like something Dylan Brooks said. You know,
2: three years ago. or
3: whatever. not three years ago. Well, it was like, no, it
2: wasn't it Jaron's tweet about uh, uh, strength in numbers? That was after That's the playoffs. Part of why, yeah. This was about
3: something Dylan said about Andre Godalla. Okay. When, when Andre Godala got traded away or cut or whatever they did with him. And, and and Dylan's point was he doesn't want to be a part of the dynasty that we're building here. Oh, yeah, the word dynasty. Right, and Clay yeah. remembered that. And Clay was like, you can't call yourself a dynasty because you haven't, you know, we've we've won. We've done this. We've done that. You guys have not done that. I have no problem with Clay saying that, and I understand exactly why he feels the way he feels. The Grizzlies are not a dynasty. You cannot say that the like Gri- they, they could be someday, but
2: you can't be well, a yeah, dynasty. without the context. Building one. Well, he didn't say we are one right now. Trying to get to one. You yeah. Can, yeah. But again, I'm just saying from Clay's perspective, right? Clay doesn't even—he doesn't
3: even think the Grizzlies should be saying that word. Which, again, should they be saying that word? They haven't even gotten
2: to Western Conference Finals yet. You as long know, as you're saying you're trying to build one, I don't see how that's disrespectful. But I'm just saying from Clay's perspective. But from, to the point that he made about I'm just a 30-something-year-old trying to hold off these young dudes, dude, that's the that, that's the NBA mm. with these old guys and the old guard trying to hold off the young so I you know, I, I thought they had invited what Clay gave no, them. No doubt about it. Uh, in that Christmas Day, yeah. Loss. I mean, the Grizzlies talk, and 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 the other teams are going to give it back. I but, mean, but but also like back to the lesson part. You see, Jaws tone is different. It is after the Sacramento win. It's yep. a work in progress. Yep. completely different than what you were saying before Christmas Day. That's a good thing. That's part of the maturation process. Looks like it needs to be a little bit more mature and, and in right. some, some other areas.
3: Uh, well, Jessica Benson is going to join us when we come back. She has some things that she needs to answer for in the year 2023 doesn't be that yeah the american athletic conference ending her season on the turf you do this wow. to her every time well they deserve it don't they all they do is lose now too lame too lame bro come back stick around jason and john i turn to fan, ESPN.
2: now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, america's number one sports book as you know because right now new customers get a no sweat first bet up to one thousand bucks Great way to bring in 2023. That's free bets back. If your first bet doesn't win, just sign up with the promo code JSmith. FanDuel's got all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. You can combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout. That's the same game. Parlay, they're fun. And with live betting, you'll get updated odds on games that have already started with that up-to-the-second app. All on an app that's safe, secure, super easy, and fun to use. So sign up with the promo code, again, JSmith, for your no-sweat first bet. Once again, that's promo code JSMITH, FanDuel makes it very easy. Make every moment more this season with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as is non withdrawable. Free bets that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem called Tennessee Redline. 1 800 889 9789.
4: I'm Chelsea Messenger helping you beat the books with BeckQL. It may not be the gridiron version of MACTION, but the MAC conference schedule opens up in basketball on Tuesday night. Toledo is one of the most efficient offenses in college basketball, but they face a pretty stingy Ball State team tonight. The Cardinals have won five straight and haven't given up 70 points in any of their recent victories. The QL model likes this trend, and the five star best bet of the day is to take the under between Toledo and.
1: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law.
5: All state
3: 92, nine FM ESPN. So it was a, it was a, it was a good break. It was a, it was a much needed break, a much needed recharge, man. You, you get a chance to sit back and I feel like my kid like has, you know, just, grown up 15 years in that time you know they do it, it. like she starts uh quote unquote school tomorrow dog wow yeah man it's, just, it's not like you know school but it's a mother's day out kind of a program mm-hmm. you know and it's like she, she it's it's crazy it's crazy but the break is it's good to you know get that uh, get that time and get that perspective jessica benson Jessica
2: Benson.
3: What uh, happened? Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm,
2: Jessica, I'm sorry. This is happening. I'm sorry.
3: How did the USC Trojans
5: uh, lose to the Tulane Green Wave? Uh, hello. Jason, you know, Jason, I'm I'm talking exclusively let's to. Let's talk Grizz. Yeah. Jason, today, yeah, let's talk Grizz. Why don't we? I can always count on. No sooner than Tulane wins that game the moment it happens. I had four texts from John Martin asking me what happened, asking how USC loses to the Tulane Green Wave. I know there's a lot of hate for Tulane in the city period this week, and mine is a little more directed at, at the football team for the Green Wave. But, alas, uh, maybe we get... A decent I hope you
2: season. left. I hope you left those texts unanswered. I wouldn't have even given them the dignity of responding. <laughs> she did. She did. she
5: did. It. I did. Good.
2: Good. <laughs> so, which? Uh, which is? That's which, how I deal with them. Which is <laughs> <laughs> Y'all act like I'm like just a troll or something. Yeah, you're getting. Uh, Matt Stark used to do that. You're getting Matt Starkish with the trolling people after losses. Matt, no, Matt Stark did. My it. My friend Matt Stark, he did. He used to do this. I Matt, remember anytime Patriots beat the Bears or something, I get that text. Matt Stark did
3: it pregame, though. You know what I'm saying? Like he I would troll know. pregame. I mean, is, is that careful, is, is that out of bounds or something? I mean, what are we what are we talking about here? I get I, I get texts from people all the time when the Raiders you know, throw up on themselves on national television, which they do and did.
2: But don't project that.
5: I mean, just because you right. get
2: it doesn't mean you have to project. It. Well, that's the only way I can cope. It's true. It's right. I, mean, I just Certainly appreciate.
5: I appreciate that you're staying committed to being you in the new year. Like, there's no. That's true. There's well, I don't no know what that's supposed to mean. I, I, I don't. Mean. I, can't, I don't. I don't possibly it.
3: know what that is supposed to mean. I think it was completely <laughs> fair. I mean, honestly, like, how do you live with yourself?
5: How do you cope? I don't know. It was. I. I truly went into this year uh, with an attitude check of you know what sports are sports they are fun i cannot let my team dictate my moods in the way that i sometimes do and within 48 hours of it being 2023 i was screaming on my couch yelling a myriad of expletives and the second queen got that safety oh my god I just it's okay though we were used to it it's not like it was any Big uh, surprise that USC had a struggling defense this season. It's no real surprise that Lincoln Riley has a struggling defense to go along with a okay. prolific offense. I think the hope would be that this is a big wake-up call. And yeah. It's weird, though, because it's, it's bowl season, and so outside of the college football playoff, I don't know. Usually games don't feel like... Bad losses in bowl season. That felt like a bad loss for USC to lose to Tulane, and all of the 88-year history of Tulane not winning a a big college football bowl game. So it was a bummer. No, No, I
3: I, I couldn't agree more. I will say it's a it's a it's a double-edged sword, isn't it? Because on the one hand, you know, yes, Tulane beat your alma mater in historic fashion, right? I think that was the first time in over 1,165 games would that happen like that where they're up 15 point a team is up 15 points with 3 minutes left and they lose the game right first time that's ever happened um but it's also a reminder that like Tulane is in the same league as Memphis and and uh, as long <laughs> as that is true like it, it, uh, can we be number 1 again you know what i mean Willie really is out for blood <laughs> Willie Fritz is amazing man he is amazing, yeah, he, I mean, he gets no credit a
5: season to this yeah uh, it, it's true it's so funny because in normal circumstances like, nine out of ten times, I'm all in on the Green Wave storyline. And Tulane, what it means for the program, the turnaround to go from two wins last season to 12 mm-hmm. this year, it's a great story. It's it's an underdog success story in a New Year's Six Bowl. Uh, it just happens to be it was against my team, so I absolutely despise it. But it does get me excited for the future of the college football playoff, too. Like, to think of me that too. as an expanded mm-hmm. playoff game, where now, I mean, imagine if we were living in a world where you had TCU and Tulane advancing. Like, that would just be... All sorts of fun, but alas, for this year, Tulane gets the win and USC goes home sad.
2: What about what about the championship games? Since we're all college football, real quick, Jess, just what you think there, is there any way we get as good a game there as we got in the semifinals?
5: I hope so. I mean, that was the best eight hours of Man. college football playoff semifinals that we've had, which feels so appropriate given that we finally entered the territory where it was acknowledged and accepted that the playoff needed to expand to hopefully give us more – great games as opposed to the, the usual blowouts and at least you know we've had a couple good semifinals I always think back to the first year of the Ohio State update over Alabama and then of course the Rose Bowl with uh, Oklahoma and Georgia but we just haven't gotten great games and so to have those back-to-back it was so exciting I, I would love for TCU to shock the world me too. like count me in on the TCU bandwagon. Because that's what this sport is all about, just feeling like they have a chance after what they did to Michigan, after what they've done in the sense of winning games in a bunch of different ways this season and getting into a shootout with yep. the Michigan team and Harbaugh trying to exercise the ghost of postseason past. Uh, I love what Sonny Dykes has done. I love Max Duggan. I hope that they can at least put up a fight. Because you saw Georgia's defense at least looked porous. I mean, they made C.J. Stroud look like who we thought CJ Stroud might be, and then he was absolutely not that throughout the regular season. So I just hope for a good game.
3: I think it's incredibly disrespectful that TCU is a two-touchdown underdog. I I I do too. I think that is absolutely one of the most disrespectful lines in the history of – I'm not even exaggerating. I think it's the most disrespectful line in the history of sports. Because that is a, yeah. I mean that's a that's a team that you know, all, you know every single week of this college season, we have said the same thing, right? They're going to lose, they're going to lose, they're going to lose, they're going to lose, they're going to and they and they did, they were uh, an, an inch from winning that game, by the way, an inch, and they're they all of a sudden we just watched Ohio State carve up, uh you know Georgia for for 41 points quite honestly, should have won the game if not for a historic collapse and then a missed field goal. And you're, try- you're trying to tell me that, that, that TCU is, 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 is two touchdowns worse than, than – I mean, I, I ain't buying it. I, I, I think it's incredibly disrespectful. And I do think, uh, I think that's going to be one hell of a game. All right, how are we feeling in the new year as the new year turns to 2023 about the Grizzos?
5: I feel a lot better than – the last time we all spoke, or I guess the last time we spoke was before Christmas. It, it certainly goes to show the up and flow of an NBA season. where You go from a seven game winning streak to losing four or five, to now being on a three game winning streak and feeling like some things have turned around. But I think this team continues to show that they're here to compete. They're here to contend in the Western conference. And do they have some things to still figure out rotation wise as they, you know, continue to play healthy for the first time this season. We'll see this as we go onward in the next month. And, even that game against the Kings the other night where you're without Desmond Bain, you're without Dante Aldama, you're without Brandon Clark, you're without Dyer Williams, and the Grizzlies just go back to what they do, and that's the next-man-up mentality, and that's players accepting whatever role is necessary of them on any given night. The defense continues to get better when you have Jaron Jackson Jr. out there, when you have Dylan Brooks being the pesky little menace he is. Obviously, John Morant is the, the superstar spark plug that's going to leave this team, but... Man, Stephen Adams, like he's my MVP coming out of the stretch for obvious reasons, and having back-to-back 20 rebound games. The pieces are there for this Grizzlies team to to really be special this year. It's something that we first started seeing as a flash in you know the early part of the season in 2022, and now as it kind of comes into formation, I think we have a lot of exciting things ahead.
2: Did that? Did it feel like a tone change just to you? I know I know there's so yeah. much to review, but obviously before Christmas, you're saying hey, we're not concerned, or at least Jaws not concerned. And then after Sacramento, he's saying it's a work in progress. It certainly seemed like in addition to getting back to your identity, like Taylor Jenkins talked about, there's been a tone change too. Do you agree?
5: A little bit. And I think an appropriate tone change, mm-hmm. because the one thing with this team is they're never going to back down to anyone. And that includes the, the trash talk and the attitude and the overall swag that embodies what this Grizzlies team is all about. So that's not going to go anywhere, but I do feel like in the last 3 games there was a a business approach. There was a an acceptance of being the hunted this season versus being the hunter. And when you're the hunted, you have to play with a different level of maturity than when you're the young, plucky underdog coming out to surprise everyone. You're surprising no one. Every single team this season, and especially after a team makes comments like John made, and I, I love it, like say whatever you want. You just have to be prepared to, to back it up. And You're not going to win every single game, so sometimes it's going to falter the other direction. Uh, but you have to be prepared for teams to circle, circle, dot, dot you on their schedule, and they're going to give their best, so you have to be prepared to do the same.
3: All right, what about the uh, – the? I, I, I don't want to get into, like, you know, the particulars. Maybe you can't say anything, but does Hoops LLC get, like, an exclusive pair of job ones? Is that, <laughs> is, is that in your contract by chance?
5: I wish I would like to, to add it in invisible ink and figure out a way to make it appear. Now that that's the case, I want the chimney colorway. They're so dope. Um, I will be getting a pair on my own. I would expect, but if Ja wanted to gift our department, you know, I would never, I would never say no to some shoes. How
3: popular? You know, I, I know they're going to be popular. I know they're obviously, um, but like, how popular? To what degree? Of popular.
5: How world. do we? How do we measure the level yeah, like, of popularity? Yeah, like I mean, like you know, I mean,
3: I think Giannis has his own shoe, but nobody, nobody wants a pair of Giannis's. You know, the freak. Right. Nobody wants those. Zion has those. Jason got those for Father's Day, and he said, "Take these hoes back." You know, like he he didn't even want them. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's what he said. It's what he said. I didn't call them hoes. Whatever. Whatever. You get yeah. what I'm saying.
5: Thanks for
3: what, clarifying to, 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 to what? Like, will Ja be? The you know the most popular is everybody gonna have a a pair across the flower states in America like what's this gonna look
5: like? I think they'll be wildly popular, and and a piece of that is because of kids' obsession with John Morant right now. He is the player that young kids across this country are looking at and saying, "I want to play like him. I want to be Ja. I want to go out and do these fantastic highlights every single night, even though most people can't because Ja Morant." otherworldly, but you have that level of, if I have these shoes, I am one step closer to being like Jaw. or I'm idolizing him in this way of having these shoes. I think even just watching, you know, the reaction of that young boy at the game, which truly really was my favorite moment of sports from over the weekend, when Jaw gifted him his worn Jaw 1s from the game against the Kings, signed them, gave them to this kid who had a sign saying, can't wait to jam out in then Ja 1s. And now he's been granted, you know, a pair of these sneakers that probably no one else has at this point as we await for them to really be released in April. Um, but the sheer elation and the tears in his eyes, that like he's not alone. There are kids all over the country, not just in Memphis who would have that reaction of getting a pair of jaw sneakers. And that was just super dope. Like that just shows who he is as he continues to cement himself into that superstar status. So it's okay, a long winded answer to your question. I think they'll be pretty popular.
2: You concerned at all about Zaire? Jess?
5: I think it's fair to be quizzical. <laughs> I'll use that word when it comes to Zaire. And I think the hope, of course, had been for him to yeah. not just revert to the level that we saw him coming off of his injury in his rookie season where he came back from that injury and, and seemed to elevate into a, a better version of his NBA body. The game slowed down for him a little bit. And then this offseason, there was the hope that in similar nature to what we saw with Desmond Bain going from year one to year two, that Zaire Williams would obviously uh, slip right into that and and do that himself. I, I don't think it's a lost cause by any means. We're still, you know, only a certain number of games in for Zaire Williams coming off of that injury, but you do get to a point in the season he's critical for what this team wants to be coming off the bench and giving them that added depth. So. Give us some more time. We're coming out of this break. We'd love to see him get back out there. Obviously missed him in the last game as well. So first step is you just want him to consistently be on court.
3: Uh, Jessica, I appreciate you uh, mustering up the courage to do this. Uh, in such <laughs> Fight a, on forever. And uh, it's such a trying hour. Hey, you still – Okay,
5: Caleb Williams is going to be back next year. That's
3: very true. Good but but, the, but the, the real light is Boogie. Boogie is still there. He's still hooping. <laughs> What's he averaging this year, about 25.
5: Oh, my God. I don't, they lost to Washington State the other night. Yeah, John, uh,
3: we stopped paying attention. Y'all ain't got nowhere to turn yeah. if you're a USC fan. Y'all just disappointment everywhere you turn. It's, it's
5: all right. They're 11 and 4. They, yeah, they're a tournament they team. Got something. Yeah. Let's do. Boogie is averaging 16.
3: Okay. Damn. They lead just the team quick. That'd be nice. That would be nice 16, to have. 38%
5: percent shooting, 38% from three. Let's go.
3: That'd be nice to have.
2: You're still talking about that sure two will. years later, fool. I'm just saying it'd be nice, nice to have
5: in town, bro. Maybe they would have lost to Tulane. <laughs> Javon mean, Ivory had a nice catch for the uh, Trojans football team in the Cotton Bowl. Wait, yeah. wait a minute. You keep you, you, you,
3: you don't get him yet. All right. You you mean Todd Washington? You can't just have oh, Javon. No, I'm,
5: yes, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Todd <laughs> yeah, Washington. Yeah,
3: she's she's tipping her hand here she, a little she bit. She sure is. And we know where oh, Javon's
5: whoops. going. I am breaking absolutely no news. Yeah. My brain is just right. mush coming back out of a holiday nope. and realizing we have to work again. <laughs> That's
3: right. Uh, appreciate you, Jessica. Thank, Thank you, Jessica. you,
5: Jessica. Thank you, guys. Happy New Year. You Bye. too. Happy
3: New Year. She is Jessica Benson. Catch her on uh, Rise and Grind. It's part of Grind City Media and the Grizz Radio Network here on ID FM ESPN. Um, yeah, man, that was a real It was a real kick in the D that loss to Tulane, man. Because you just feel like you got some, you know, you're flying pretty high. It's stable for the first time in a long time. This late in the season, there's been no drama, and and look, it's one loss. I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and say their season is over, but right. it just does take a lot of wind out of the sails because you know, look, that's a bad. I mean, it's it's a that's a non NCAA tournament team, um, and you just your resume is not as such to where you can afford losing. Any more of those games? Like you've you've burned it already. You've burned that one, and uh, and now you can't lose to, you know, uh, temp- Temple on the road. You know what I'm saying? Like you just can't. Mm-hmm. And 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 you certainly can't lose a game at home,
2: other than to Houston. So yeah, I, I I think the road ones. I'm not telling you, John. You can take five, six of them, obviously. But but I, I think they're a little bit easier to swallow when it comes to it. You lost to Tulane last year, John. Yeah. So the so. Can you come back from it? Yes. Did it take some out of the sails? Absolutely it did. I mean, Ken, let's be real. Kendrick Davis, it saved you against South Florida. You know, your defense tightened up in that awesome. game, but Kendrick Davis saved you in that one. He couldn't do it in this one, especially when it's so much of it is self-inflicted. DeAndre Williams, again, the foul issues. If he's out there, you're probably talking about a different game. It's self-inflicted. And, again, I would tell you the biggest point right now is getting back to what you're supposed to be defensively. Yep. Gave up 96 points in that game to Tulane. Gave up 86 against South Florida. You know, forty something in the first half where you you had Tyler scoreless. So yep. defensively they've got to get back to what they do. You know, that's and, and you've got the time to do it because you don't play again until Saturday yep. against East Carolina.
3: It was uh it was quite the newsy, uh the the newsy break for John Morant. There was some good news with the shoe and there was some troubling news uh as reported by TMZ uh this uh this morning. morning. So uh, we will get into that when we come back.
6: Jason and John, are you trying to it's Brad in the studio here with Jason and John for our new partner, uh, your local sports book to download for 2023. That's the Betley Sportsbook app. And uh, I've downloaded Betley, B E T L Y, is uh, how you spell it out, Betley Sportsbook. Actually, it's the folks from Southland who are bringing you Betley. You might have read a little bit about what Southland's doing around the area. Uh, now they're focused in the sports book business. And you can download it. It's got all the fresh technology that you come to expect from the great sports books. But this one's legal in Arkansas. So you can do business in West Memphis or Marion or anywhere in Arkansas. It's been legal there from the very beginning. And now, uh, right here in Tennessee. So uh, download Betley Sportsbook. One of the things I like the most about Betley Sportsbook. A little promotions tab in the upper left-hand corner so you can boost your odds and boost your money from plus 105 to plus 135 if you want to do the walk in the dogs. Um, Tennessee bet tonight on the underdog Tennessee Volunteers. Actually, underdogs tonight against Mississippi State, uh, so you boost that up and make more money if you want to bet with the Volunteers. Beasts of the East, Gian- Giannis Antetokounmpo and Jason uh, Tatum, a bet uh, that boosts them from plus 275 to plus 305 on a player prop. And if you want to bet on college basketball, there's also Kansas, Texas and a Kentucky parlay there that'll boost boosted promotions and parlays there and for new users, up to $250 grist-free wagers. On the Betley app, download it now. You must be 21 or older and located in Arkansas, or Tennessee, to bet. Play responsibly for help quitting. Call 800-522-4700. The Betley
4: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port Chicago, Illinois. Sportsbook.
3: All right, so it was, uh, it was a, a very interesting holiday for 12. One John Morant, as he announced, rolled out his... First, uh, signature shoe. His first edition of the signature shoe. He debuted it on Christmas Day. It was the chimney colorway, which is like gonna sell out like nothing you've ever seen before in Memphis. I mean, I can't wait to get. I mean, I, how, how do you not buy the Ja One? You know, it's just it's a rite of passage. You gotta get. You gotta get it. Mm-hmm. You've never had a chance to like some. Uh, our man Nick DePaula, who we had on the show before, tried to say this is not the first signature shoe of a Grizzly player. Yeah, yeah, that may put out some damn. Has Shane O had some? Hashim the Beat. Shane Battier had a a, a shoe. Apparently, didn't know that. Like, bro, yes, it is, man. Yes, it is. If you, if it's Hashim the Beat, who was it, man? I gotta go because it was. I a, remember Shane was on the list. Shane up, Battier, it. Hashim, oh Alan Iverson, and Alan Come on, come on, bro. This is not. What are we talking about here? Well,
2: well we I, love Nick DePaul. I, I, I didn't think that was. Alan so Iverson was it. here
3: on a ten day.
2: Mm-hmm. Hashim the Beat.
3: Never had a signature well, anything. A, it, real talk, that was like a China shoe or something. Yeah, it was okay. like, but okay. it was like, you would, you would give it away. You know what I'm saying to the less fortunate. It would never got brought to retail. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and then and then Shane, Shane Battier took the money from China on that one. That was you know that again that also not available to me. What a signature shoe mean? It means you can buy it on re- You like you and I can go buy it yeah. and wear it. That's a signature shoe, mm-hmm. you know. LeBron, um, you know, KD, uh, you know. Now, and those are, I mean, you get what I'm saying, right? Completely, I, I agree. So, with you. so it was. So that was a good rollout. It looks great, you know. That uh, the more colorways they release, I think. I liked having his daughter
2: bring him the gift and yes. unwrap that. I thought that was well done. Super sweet. Anytime you can get her in it.
3: Yeah the uh, the logo kind of reminds me of Kobe's of Mamba. Um, a little bit of homage there, I'm sure. Um, which I am all about, and then uh, and so yes, it was it was it was great a a great rollout, and I available
2: in April to the
3: masses. Available in April to the masses.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. And unless you're a little boy who's got a sign at the game, you might get them
3: early. Maybe you need to figure that I'm out. I'm sure
2: Benson and in Grind City Media will get the early you know get the early delivery as well. Maybe you need to take CJ to the game. Give it a shot, brother. Game's expensive these days. Well, hey, take CJ down there. If you get a pair of shoes from John Morant, then it's you know. Well, it's there, yeah, but to see, that's the thing. You gotta be sitting close enough for that. Mm-hmm. Well, you gotta pay to do that, right? In the, uh, yeah. CJ, uh, the trade off there. CJ FaceTime me yesterday. Did you see the dude? Okay, from, I'm gonna have to have from, a talk with him from his Instagram. Did you see the dude who tried to get, get the him autograph him. from jaw after he gave the little boy the kicks? Uh-uh. I mean, jaw walked off from that man like hell because he was gone. a grown man. Was about the- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's about the kid moment, exactly. All
3: right, I don't blame the guy for trying. But just understand. That, well, he tried to follow. Like, not bro, it ain't gonna happen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then uh, the the other bit of news, which I don't think has been discussed yet, not very much on uh, on at least on ninety two nine. And we we will address this. We probably have to address this. Uh, John Morant has been sued, according to TMZ Sports, after he was allegedly involved in the, uh, as they are saying, attack of a minor during a basketball game in July at his Tennessee home. Suit was filed in Shelby County in September. Court records show the case has since been sealed, but TMZ has learned it all stems from a July 26 incident at Ja's house in Eads. A 17-year-old told police he was planning to pick up a basketball game with Ja at his house when the two got into a verbal altercation. The plaintiff, according to the documents, said the argument became heated and he threw a basketball at Morant, accidentally hitting him in the face. The teenager said that Grizzlies point guard John Morant then approached him, put his chin on his shoulder, and asked a bystander, should I do it to him? The teen says Morant then struck him with a closed fist, knocking him to the ground. According to the document, 17-year-old said Morant then continued sticking him while on the ground and claims another man jumped in and began hitting him as well. So basically this young man is is alleging that he got jumped by John Morant and John's friends at his house over a basketball game. Uh, uh, Officers in the document said they noted that the teenager had a large knot on his head. Morant told police that he did strike the teenager, but insisted he was acting in self-defense. Morant said the plaintiff threw the ball at him intentionally during an argument and then began to approach him as if he wanted to fight. Uh, police say Morant told them his brother was involved in the altercation as well, but the basketball player did not name the man. Both parties said the fight was broken up by spectators. Before it began, Morant told officers teenager made verbal threats, saying he'd light his house up as he was being escorted off the property. Morant advised he and his family were put in fear. By the statement, so um, this case has been submitted to the district attorney's office. That happened October the fourth. A month later, cops say the D.A. declined yeah, prosecution. Important. So look, this is this is all civil, right? This is all very civil here. I do wonder uh, what or if anything the NBA will have to say about this. Um, clearly, it sounds like there are two sides to it. Um, my my really. You know, I'm I'm less because because look, I I know what this is. You know what this is, okay? Let's just say what it is. This is a family that is looking for a settlement. They want a settlement. They you know the kid got into a a, 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 a disagreement, a fight or whatever with John, ja, and they are looking for some money. It is what it is. I would say my advice, which is obviously totally unsolicited, uh, to John ja Morant would be, and I know it's tough because this is a kid who you know went from having nothing not being he was not chosen he was not the next one up he was not in the pipeline like a LeBron James like an Imani Bates pick your favorite you know stud um but I do feel like
1: there's got to be a point where you 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 just sort of separate this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what